Welcome back to Don't Call It A Book Club. My name is Luke. My name is Dan. We have finally finished the library at Mount Char. We know why it's called Mount Char. Appreciate that, this is exciting. Carolyn. Thank you. <laughs> um, and no warm-up today, because it's, it's, it's a big ending. Mm-hmm. So I think we've got enough notes that we don't need to get warmed up. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm already warmed up by the ending of this book. I, I think just thinking about the ending of this book is getting me, getting me a little heated, Luke. But but Ooh, okay. Before I don't I don't want to get right into it. I want to build up a little bit here. Sure. Yeah, to yeah. the ending. Uh, so <laughs> I should I guess we should start out with the, an analysis of of that tier list we promised you last episode. Uh oh. Mm. It turns out if we had read one more chapter, uh, we would have seen that, in fact, David might have been the person that is like had the worst time of everyone. Yeah, it, I, and I did have this as a note, that it's now pretty clear, I think, who had it worst. Yeah, like, after we recorded that episode, I read the next chapter and was like, oh, oh, David, oh, she did what to David? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> David is now it's, a black sun emitting like hatred and anguish out into the universe because of how terrible <laughs> he feels. Oh, that's not good. That's not that's not what you want. It's a little bit much. I I feel like we can't even compare anybody to that now. Like I feel like our whole tier list is dead because what are you going to compare? Yeah, sure, taxi guy lost his car and he lost some fingers. <laughs> Uh, oh, well, at least he's not a giant black sun in the sky because of how in pain and hopeless he is. Right, right. David is stuck forever. I mean, before she ends up killing him. Uh He's stuck forever in this stage of the most pain possible, I think. Yeah. And also, like... The stage of death where it's the worst. Like the hopeless <laughs> Like, stage. both of those two things is where he's at. It's tough to beat if you're making a list of who had it worst. It's very tough to beat. Yeah, so I, I think our tier list idea was quickly uh, shot in the head and destroyed Yeah. after that chapter. I do think... We had a great suggestion from a hurry three on the subreddit. I think a hurry may have had a little bit more foresight. Maybe they had read the chapter that we hadn't and realized that our tier list might go down in flames. So they suggested we do a tier list of who's just like the worst characters in this universe. Like who are who are the bad guys? Right. Can we get our pool of candidates going on and then we can rank them? Yeah, okay. So, um I get I guess obviously you have to put like father in there. Yeah. You probably have to put David in for sure. Probably have to put Caroline in. I think you do have to put Caroline in. Yeah. Yeah. Um you put the rapper in. You got to put the rapper in. Um I think you also can put a few unexpected characters in here. For example, the president. I think you could throw the president in here. Okay. Um, and yeah. when I say the president, I think there's several options for which president we could be talking about. I want to throw the president in who decides to bomb a uh, backyard barbecue. That's the president that I want to throw in here. 
With a nuclear bomb. Yeah, with a big nuke. That's the president that I want to put in. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, and then there's also who... there's also the weird deities that are uh, really fucking shit up. Now that yeah, the sun I is... feel like those. I feel like we can't quite include those. I agree. We don't know enough about them to be able to include them. Yeah, that's fair. Because like one of them is like trying to end all life, and it's like okay, well, probably that one. <laughs> that sounds but... pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think we have to put rapper guy at the bottom if we're including him in this list. It's the stakes are a little bit too low for rapper guy. I think, I think. so. I agree that I think he's kind of a piece of shit. Granted, we already talked about the issues with this this narrative from a few episodes ago, but I still think he goes at the bottom. Not that bad. Yeah. I do you have a, do you have one that you're leaning towards cuz I I do, I think. For a top? Yeah. Mm, no, go. What who are you leaning towards? I think I'm still leaning towards father. And here's and here's mm-hmm. why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I think that the last scene where he like talks to Caroline and when we've learned that he did all this to like prepare her. Yeah. Is supposed to make me like him more. Yeah. But it's like, you didn't, like, she doesn't have to be a, a deity that's a sociopath. Luke. Like, I, she could be a good one. I'm so glad that you brought this up. Because <laughs> I think, fa- that, here's the thing. I think Scott really tries to rehabilitate Father's image in the last few chapters of this book. And I am mm-hmm. calling bullshit on all of it. I'm calling bullshit because here's the truth. If we get down to the core of what father did, it, it's, it goes like this. Father was bored and wanted to do his own thing. So in order for the world to not completely collapse, he decided to torture 12 children until one of them popped out as his successor. Right. And it all started from father was bored and he wanted to do something. No, you don't get to. That doesn't justify anything you did, <laughs> Father. It's not like Father was dying. It's not like Father was like, yeah, I was going to die. I'm, it's not a Willy Wonka situation where he's like, I'm eventually going to die and I need somebody to take over. It's like, no, I'm never going right. to die. I'm just bored because like there's infinite complexity in this universe. And like I will never right. find the answer. It's like, so what? You don't get to, that doesn't justify torturing a bunch of kids until one of them is like, yeah, I've destroyed the monster. I feel like it's even worse because it's like, it's not that he's bored necessarily. It's that he can't figure out like the true stuff about this mm. universe. So he's like taking his ball and going home and is like, I'm going to go create my own because that, then I can make all the rules. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Sure. Um, but okay, but but that's not even really the thing that I'm saying that he's bad for. Okay. I mean, obviously it is, but like I don't know why Caroline has to be like tortured to gain this role. Right. You're saying the leap from how my, father takes a leap from I need a successor to they need to fight and destroy a monster in order to take up that mantle. And he's like, okay, I gotta right. figure out how to get them to beat this monster. Where where did we get to that monster coming in here? Because I don't know. I feel like you've already done that with yourself, Father. I feel like you are the monster. 
And as soon as they beat you, it's like pretty good. I don't even know why she needs to beat a monster. Right. Totally. I agree with you there. That's not in really like this justified. way. Yeah. Like, sure. Give her like a fight against like one of the bad guys. And like, if she's not good enough, then maybe that's a problem. Mm-hmm. But like, you don't have to go through like some psychological torture for like 12 kids perpetrated especially by one of them who then has to be like destroyed in an excruciating way for her to be ready to like create a good world i don't feel like you could be like hey go be nice to people right (laughs) maybe let's go volunteer this weekend y'all how would we like to volunteer huh come on (laughs) let's go change some lives today kids like it's clear it already has been bad right like when she takes over She's like not doing a good job specifically because of this upbringing that she has where she like can't recognize what is appropriate. Right. Right. Which is part of the reason the ending uh, and we're already here because it's just like the thing that gets me so heated. But it's part of the reason why the like emotional rehabilitation of father doesn't sell it for me because I feel like that's what that is trying to do is be like no, actually, like, father was doing a good thing and all this, like, terrible stuff he did was in service of this much bigger, like, kind of nice thing that he was doing. And it turned out where Carolyn was like, you know what? Father was actually looking out for me. Thanks. Thanks, father. That's so cool. And it's like, no, not really. Like, really at all. Like, this, you, you recognize he controls time and you're still like, yeah, but this was the only way and... Yeah, my parents did have to die. I think he does offer at one point for them to go back and him to, like, yeah, set everything back to normal. But you can't, that's not fair. You can't do that. Right. Like, you can't be like, yeah, I did all this terrible shit to you, but I can go back and make it to where it never happened if you want. How would you like that? That makes me better, right? <laughs> that makes, Well, okay. This is... Not to get into the, like time travel stuff i think we should i think we should okay 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 so like it's it's still already happened you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like if they go back in time and change it like it she did go through all of this correct yeah and what i'm hearing is that they've done it a lot they did it nine times a lot most of those times was when Caroline was in the bull. Right. Can you imagine? Man, imagining Carolyn as the David is is terrible. It sucks. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's not good. It's really... And Father knows he's creating a monster. Father is aware that he is creating one of these children to be just terrible. Yeah. Just the work. Which makes him so complicit in everything they do. He's almost responsible. Like, directly responsible for everything they do. Because he knows what he's doing when he creates them. He's like, yeah, this person is going to be an absolute psycho. A complete nightmare to deal with. And nobody's going to know what to do. Right. (laughs) He sucks. He sucks. He gets no emotional pass from me. He gets no redemption (laughs) from me. I think I agree with you. Fuck it. Father's at the okay, top. Yeah. I think by far. 
I don't even care that he brings his friends back to life and takes them with him on his journey to create a new sandbox universe. I don't care that he's taking his friends to go play Minecraft with him after this. I don't care. Father sucks. Father's at the top. Yeah. <laughs> Father's so far above. But yeah, I think that these two lists have a big gap between one and two. <laughs> David, David's number one in the pain category by far father's number one in the worst person category by far yeah this is this is a, this is a good point and god i feel even justified now in that first episode where i was like is david kind of a sweetie because before all this shit happens david is the one who's like picking kids up off the ground to make sure that they yeah. make it to father and like super caring to everybody and father takes this sweet little kid and turns him into a like a blood helmet monster yeah, and there's a little bit of, like, when he's talking about how Caroline was the one and he's gone back several times, he's kind of like, yeah, David could never do it. Because it's, it's like a little bit of shame. It's, he's shaming him a little bit. Because David like, yeah, isn't a psycho. <laughs> At heart, David's not a psycho. What we're learning is that you picked the most psychotic person to take over your job. Uh, yeah. I also... God, it's mm, it's a little bit absurd that father was like, all right, we're going to gather these 12 kids together and hmm, we I want somebody to take over for me. I know it has to be only one person because there's absolutely no way in, like it would be possible for a group to take over. There's no way I could get several people to agree to take over for me and to like share power. I couldn't do that. Couldn't do that. So I'm going to get 12 kids to fight constantly and like not be friends. No, you get the 12 kids. Have you never heard of like the Power Rangers father or like that's oh. Animorphs? Like the kids can take over as a group from you, father. There's collaboration that's possible. You just don't make David a psycho and then everything might be fine. Right. Don't make any of them psychos. Well. I mean, you can make one of them a psycho. <laughs> Just not David. Just make the Healy one a psycho. That's probably better. <laughs> yeah, that's much better. Or the math one. Oh, but yeah, I don't... We're, we're, we're definitely not giving Father a pass there's just so many notes so many ways we could have done this better i think yeah I, i'm so glad you brought this up luke because it was something i was so concerned about with like is scott really trying to do this with father here like you can't do this scott i don't buy it no no uh, okay all right i will say it's kind of a bummer that we don't get to hear about how she killed father yeah i you agree know, like she went through all of these like super complicated plans and it's like so well thought out and so detailed mm -hmm. and like so convoluted how she had to kill David. Mm -hmm. And like, I imagine that her way of getting father had to have been even more so. Here's the thing. I actually don't think it was more so difficult. Okay. I, and I think that's part of the like father's thing was that he had to create a monster because he wasn't tough enough to beat oh i think that's kind of the the vibe i get is when she killed father like it wasn't quite as intricate as killing david like i imagine it was more like she stole one of david's knives and stabbed father while he wasn't looking 
and that was pretty much mm. it. Whereas with David, she had to like, because David, I think, was better than father in terms of not dying to someone trying to murder them, she had to come okay. up with a much better way of doing that. Sure. I can buy that. I can buy that. <laughs> I wonder why when they're searching for father, mm-hmm. like early in the book, um, they don't find him in like the dead place. I think because he's in the library. That's the issue. They mention that the only place he can be then is in the library. Oh, okay. Okay. And it's like, okay, so he's for sure there then, right? And everyone's like, I don't know. That made it seem like it was... I feel like when I was reading this, I was like, oh, man, there's something crazy happened. But it's like, oh, no, he just died in the library. He just got stabbed like a chump. (laughs) With a knife even? Come on. Come on. Um, but also a little bit of a bummer that we don't get to hear about the other, like more about the other villains. Mm-hmm. Like we keep getting the little hints and they have funny names and they do weird stuff. Right. Um, I don't know. Maybe there's a sequel going to come out. Maybe, maybe. Maybe we'll see the adventures of Carolyn. Probably not. It feels like, it feels like the ending to this is self-contained, but maybe not. I agree. I agree. Okay. Can we... Since actually, I want to keep going off on father a little bit before we move on. Now that I think about this, oh, okay. And specifically, father's Adam Black character. Uh huh. So Carolyn goes back into her mind palace using this magic potion, and relives this memory about Adam Black being the creepiest neighbor of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like. No parent should take their children close to this man. And now if this was the only time he ever did something like this, then maybe, sure, maybe that would be conceivable that they would take their kids by to say hi. But if Adam Black ever had a conversation with a child that was even remotely similar to the one he had with Carolyn when her parents were there, like word needs to get out in the neighborhood. Adam Black... Do not let your kids hang out with Adam Black anywhere near Adam Black. Right. I, I mean, it's it does seem like... Okay, okay. So it seems like he knew that this was coming, right? Right. The, like, nuclear bomb. Yeah, it seems like he kind of planned it all. And so... So, and this is the day that he has this weird-ass conversation with little child Caroline. Yeah. Like, if I, I agree with you, if that was happening, like, before, like, if, if the nuclear bomb didn't happen and Caroline's mom was like, hey, uh, f- other friends, that dude said the weirdest shit while staring at my daughter. <laughs> Did he do that to your kids? And they're like, yeah, he's been doing that to my kids for weeks now. <laughs> I thought it was just me. Um, it's kind of funny that Caroline's dad didn't notice how weird this was. It is kind of funny. He's like, oh, just drinking my beer. <laughs> he was he was too busy looking at the barbecue. He was like, show me this grill, man. Wow. <laughs> Meanwhile, Adam Black is like, you will be the chosen one, Carolyn. You will be the one to save humanity. And her mom is like, oh, we gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> let's get, yeah, let's get to the, uh, to the park. This is strange. Um, I still also... The grill thing, still very weird. That's a red flag for me as well. That's a pretty big red flag for me. Because also, like, the Brazen Bull is a famous 
I, I think it's like a mythical torture device. Yeah, it's written about in like ancient Greek uh, his, histories where they went to foreign places and they saw people being killed in a in a bronze bowl. And it's somewhat well known. Now, do I think Carolyn's father knows about the the bronze bull? Probably not. <laughs> well, apparently he's, he's, apparently he's not very smart. Yeah, he's kind he... of an idiot. But I feel like somebody in the neighborhood has got to have made that reference to father at some point. And I feel like I know the response that father has where he gives him like a knowing look and he's like, well, just don't piss me off and we, uh, we won't have to see what happens <laughs> with this bull. And he gives right. him a wink Someone like it's in the a neighborhood, joke. It's not a joke. So- Run. <laughs> Someone in the neighborhood has like heard of the brazen bull thing. Yeah. And they're not keeping that to themselves. They're like, hey, our freaking neighbor, I'm pretty sure that's like a famous mythical torture device. So. <laughs> Have you ever noticed how the grill doesn't open like it doesn't split in half? There's just an, a human size entrance at the back. Isn't that kind of weird for a barbecue? It seems really inconvenient. Uh, I don't know. I Ooh. don't know. Ooh. Ooh, Luke, here's the here's the other dimension of this that we're not taking into account, though. Father speaks with an accent. Father speaks with an accent. Oof. There is no way if my neighbor, who I don't think is from the United States has a uh, abnormal kitchen appliance there's no way i'm talking to my other neighbors bad about it because i don't know maybe it's like a thing <laughs> right i see what you mean maybe it's you're like afraid a, of seeming ignorant yeah maybe it's a thing from another place where it's like oh yeah in like uh in the place that father's from everybody has these cool bull grills and it's like a very cultural thing and you can get a really good char with with these things as he is wont to do um and then i look stupid i'm like oh right but have you heard of the brazen bull guys and they're like yeah we know we all know about the brazen bull <laughs> like it's all misunderstood <laughs> sure <laughs> oh but father i don't know do you, do you have any more any more that we want to rant about father i think i think no I want to leave father behind forever. Okay. Okay. Enjoy Minecraft, father. I'm sure you're going to have a blast. Okay. Kind of close to father, though. Okay. Our, our guy, Nobunaga, mm-hmm. the tiger. Do we want to revisit our initial roasting of him or no? Because uh, we, like, we originally were saying how, how big of a big dumb idiot he was for yeah. like just dying yeah. at the beginning. And then at the end, I I feel like Caroline is kind of like, oh, he wasn't being a complete idiot. He like did fully have trust in Father because Father's now gonna bring him back. I'm st- I don't know if I'm st- I I feel like I'm still like that was really stupid. Yeah, I I agree with you. I I think we should revisit it because it gives important context here when mm-hmm. she's like, oh yeah, he didn't think Father would let any harm come to him. But I still think that is such blind faith in somebody that it borders on kind of dumb. Right. I, I think it's too much faith in father that like, yeah, like there's still some terrible shit out there that could kill you, buddy. You can't, you have to have a bit of a brain and be like, 
No, I think this is bad. I think this is bad and we should rethink uh, this situation. Right. I mean, his faith just comes down in that Father is going to re- resurrect him, basically, right? Yeah, but, like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess it's just... And I, uh, but, I mean, it's like, okay, father's dead, though, so that completely depends on, like, Caroline resurrecting him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, it's still... Well, also, and here's and the I other thing the, about it. This, the, he's the thunder from the east, right? Mm-hmm. He's the thing that turned the tide when father was fighting someone that was of equal power. And right. now he's like, yeah, if I die... It was because, you know, father wasn't around to heal me. But I know father is always going to be able to either bring me back or save me from something. And it's like, no, maybe father needs you to help him. And you're like, ah, no, 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 no. I'll do whatever because father is going to save me from this. It's like, no, no, no. Father is currently in big prison by all the other uh, gods. And he needs you to break him out. And you're like, oh, father will save me. Ha ha ha. And father's (laughs) like, no, I need you. You have to do something. I can't do it all. Right. Right. Can I can I do uh more evidence for in the first in the first section of this we said that maybe he is just a tiger and the like thunder from the east was just like oh. a regular tide turning the tide. Yeah, go. because there's symmetry here. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> go for care Caroline's Thunder of the East, which was a very cool moment, I will say. It was cool. Was she sets David up and Erwin shoots him in the head. Who, yeah. like, Erwin is like a relatively normal guy just with a gun. Correct. Yeah. Damn, is is Nonabungu uh, uh, just a tiger? He might be. You're right. Right. Like, in this circumstance, a tiger totally would have helped i totally could have done it okay you know what luke i think maybe yeah i think maybe i think i'm probably on board now that this is just a tiger Uh, it's a cool tiger Mm -hmm. i guess most tigers are cool in my opinion Mm -hmm. i think Mm -hmm. without a ton of knowledge but yeah could just be a tiger you know be so funny is if Hmm. this tiger was walking through the token and carolyn was like all right gonna drop this tiger right away and he just keeps walking and walking and carolyn's like wait a minute hang on and she like goes back through her memory palace and it's like oh no he's the only vegetarian tiger that's where his power comes from oh how did i overlook this and the tiger just goes up and is like yeah father's dead in there Oof. yeah yeah, there had yeah. to have been a moment where Carolyn was like, he's getting pretty far. I feel like the making the the people that ate the deer at the beginning, mm-hmm. the trigger, was a little bit risky. Yeah, it was pretty risky, I think. But it was very thematic, right? It was very powerful. It was very thematic. Symbolic. Yeah. We loved it. Yeah. Uh, I have a question for you, Luke. Okay. Carolyn goes to a lot of trouble to kill David. And I appreciate the level of planning for her, for this murder that she does. But I wonder, is there an easier way to do this? Did we have to go to this much trouble to kill David or was this overly complicated? 
Um, I mean, okay, so there's the there's there's the time when she says that he had he would be able to like see a lot of things coming Mm -hmm. right but it sounds to me like the way she gets around this is by kind of like indirectly causing his death without intentionally do like it has to do with the fact that steve is clumsy and would probably drop the gun and then erwin would be around to pick it up and shoot someone and so she can't plan on any of this actually happening but it's like likely she thinks that it's likely to happen Mm -hmm. so like could she not just maybe she comes out with a new brand of of blood hair conditioner that's like it's it's got the animal cruelty put in put back into it and she like sends david on a mission to target and uh maybe in this conditioner it just has like plutonium or something in it and murders him right away you know what I mean? Yeah. So okay, okay. Here's the here's the question. Yeah. She's using David as like the new son. Mm-hmm. Does is does her plan like require her to be there when he dies? It has and to be to. able to do this thing. Yeah. Because like has you to. could, if it doesn't, you could be like, okay, well, I know that the president's gonna send some guys with guns. Maybe I'll just tell him to drop a nuke. Because like I feel like that's within her capabilities. It for sure is of like manipulation, and David can't deal with a nuke. I would imagine. <laughs> I don't know. Probably not. Yeah, probably. I not. mean, father can, but father has all of the, all of the cat, uh, catalogs. You're right. I don't think David can deal with a nuke. Uh, so probably not. Although, mm, yeah, okay. No, no, no. David for sure wouldn't be able to deal with a nuke. I agree with you. I think there has to be this situation where Carolyn is there, though. Because I think Carolyn wants to do the, like, the pain son. She wants to get that going right. on. Hmm. Okay, so maybe, yeah, maybe this conditioner idea wouldn't work. Uh, hmm. It just feels, too, it feels a little too complicated. It feels like a little much, Carolyn. It is, it is very complicated. Like, think what <laughs> but you, it's impressive. Think what you put Dresden and Nagasaki through. Yeah. That's unfair. It is a little unfair. And all those dogs, all those dogs that you you were like, yeah, you're going to have to murder a bunch of dogs. That wasn't cool. That part, I, are those real? I don't think those are real dogs. I don't know. What's going on with these dogs? It feels like they can't be real because there's too many of them <laughs> that show up too quickly. Like, there's no way all those dogs are being fed in that short of a, like, radius. Right right otherwise the delivery people who are coming to the house for the dead ones it's just always dog food (laughs) people are starting to get suspicious of how much dog food is being delivered to this like one mile area it's it's like 10 bags of dog food a day right they order a pizza and they're like do you also have dog food at your store you don't would you mind going and picking some up for me i'll throw out a tip (laughs) how much uh how big is your car yeah, just fill it with dog food. Just fill it. Yeah. It's a lot of dogs. Um, Here's the other alternative to uh, get David out of the picture. Mm-hmm. Just convince Jennifer not to heal him. Hey, Jennifer, mm-hmm. you know how David is a complete psycho and is like torturing and raping us all the time? Next time he comes back with a bunch of injuries, can you call me over and we'll just like kind of finish the job? instead of heal him up or maybe you don't even say that maybe you just say hey 
Jennifer, you know what might be cool is if David didn't get healed after the next time. I don't have any animus towards David, of course, you know that. But it would it might be cool if he didn't get healed. Right. A little plausible deniability. Well, also, like, you don't have to say... So Jennifer dies anyway. Yeah, correct. Not to be super, super terrible about this. Well, I mean, it's Carolyn. Like, we can be as terrible as we want because she's doing whatever. Ca- Carolyn, Carolyn essentially kills Jennifer. Yes, she does. You could kill Jennifer <laughs> when she's supposed to be healing David. Assuming that, like, dad, the father is... Maybe you kill father the same day mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. Totally, totally fair. Totally valid. Like, totally valid. The, mm. This, this pose, I mean, this brings us to another question that I hadn't anticipated, though. Okay. The only one who sticks around is Michael because father's like, don't worry. I planned for Michael to make it out because I knew you guys mm-hmm. were buds. I mean, Jennifer is kind of a bud too, right? I feel like a lot of these people are cool. It feels like they're most of them are pretty nice. So, like, I get the math boy seems nice. Peter seems like a delight. Uh, and you're like, I can't risk any of them remaining alive because they might turn on me. No, none of these people seemed like they really wanted the the thing. Jennifer was constantly you know stoned be? because she didn't yeah. want to have to deal with the trauma of everything that was going on. She doesn't want to be father. Bring her back. They would probably be good advisors. Right. These are these are your like lieutenants now, and they like you because you killed father, and father was a complete psycho, and so is David. And so they're like, yeah. you know what? Carolyn kind of did a good thing for us, so we appreciate it. I th- maybe maybe this is in the epilogue. Like a, or like, let's say post epilogue, where she's like, "All right, now time to bring my buddies back," and they all live <laughs> happily ever after in the library. But it feels like she's not bringing them back. It does feel that way. That's unfair. Yeah. It's unfair. I think. I think it, definitely some of them should be coming back. Yeah, I mean, maybe you leave the lady with all the kids dead. Seems fine to me. Like, yeah. Turns out we can just look into the future by reading this book and we don't need to be murdering kids, so. <laughs> some of them, some of them I still don't know <laughs> why they were here. I wonder how much of it was literally just trying to create Carolyn. I wonder how much of it was just window dressing for the showdown between David and Carolyn. It's I, all of it. Right, so then, it like, seems. none of these kids had to do any of their shit. It was just like, <laughs> it was just like, look at this cool other power, Carolyn. Look at this lady; she has to kill her kids. Oh, spooky! <laughs> and this one looks into a black candle to the end of the heat death of the universe. Whoa, scary! The worst one is like, it doesn't seem to me like we had to do the whole margaret thing. the margaret thing we never find out what her power is ever we just find out oh yeah she is really fucked up that's it oh god what was that we did to margaret uh i don't know it's uh that's not good that's pretty not good 
guys. Doesn't seem like we needed to. Again, father, top of the list. <laughs> we're back and we're everything just seems to come back to father. <sighs> Boy. I don't know. Okay, I have a note about Steve. I'd love to talk about Steve, yeah. So so Steve um like martyrs himself a bunch. Mm-hmm to get caroline to start um being a good deity Mm -hmm. and when father is back and he's talking about steve he basically like doesn't like tries to make caroline feel better by being like don't worry no matter what steve was gonna martyr himself about something Mm -hmm. i don't just because it's like in his nature yeah yeah i don't quite know if we can say that about steve Mm. like i get that we're trying to make caroline feel better but Mm. like maybe she should feel bad right like this is again this is why father sucks because yeah maybe she's doing a bad job and it's not just that Steve is a martyr. Maybe anybody in Steve's position would be like, yeah, this sucks. What am I going to do to try and fix this? Yeah. And father He's is like, justified. I knew that he was going to kill himself because his great, 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 great grandfather did, I think. Yeah, that's which is interesting because it sounded like when father started his reign, Steve's like ancestor was in Steve's position. And he was like, mm. no, father, you can't put a big bright sun in the sky. It's killing us. It's giving us all skin cancer. Stop it. <laughs> and father was like, I can't. It's the only way. And so. <laughs> so that was that. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I agree with you. It also seems like it was very linked to a historical event in Steve's past. It doesn't seem like Steve was just constantly looking to martyr himself because of his nature it seemed like he was very aware of the historical thing that happened to him and was like i gotta somehow make up for this because i really fucked up with that kid right so like maybe not guys maybe if you went back into his past and removed that event which you can do (laughs) steve wouldn't have done any of the other stuff that he was up to also i I mean i just i want to go back to just like we should not be making Caroline feel better about this. No. she's She did kind of a she, bad job. She was doing a very bad job. Yeah. Yeah. Like, most life on Earth was ending. Correct. <laughs> it seemed. Correct. Yes. Yes. I mean, the so, goths were know. loving it, but that's literally it. The goths were into it. That's true. Um... The sunscreen market was going under, though. Here's my question. Didn't she say that it was releasing gamma radiation? (laughs) Did she? I don't remember. I think at one point she said it released a good amount of gamma radiation. So maybe the sunscreen market was booming. They just had modified it to where it mostly included lead at that point. (laughs) You just, you have to be smearing lead on yourself. You have to cover yourself in lead to go outside. It's a calculated risk. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Yeah. God, okay. It's all of this. 
we're gonna have to keep coming back to just father i think i mean that's what the whole story revolves around so sure yeah that's fine um this is why like you tried to make your god person just like have a nice life and like be a nice person because she's willing to like do most life on earth yeah because she wants her son to be like david in pain correct yeah and like that's terrible i i think it's this flaw of logic that is super prevalent but is the idea that you have to like suffer a lot to become super powerful right yeah i don't think so guys i don't think that's a necessary thing that somebody has to go through hell to be super powerful and capable at the end like it's it's a big thing where it's like People have to learn how terrible the world is by going through terrible things. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't know, making maybe making people go through the terrible things is what's making the world bad. Right. Right. And now you're just making Maybe we're perpetuating a cycle of violence things. in this world where instead you could be like, here, read this book about a lot of historical events so you can understand, yeah, shit was pretty bad. Like, just read a book. You have so many of them. Right. Now check out all of this stuff that I learned that can make that can help you make everyone happy. It's cool. <sighs> Missed opportunities here. It's ridiculous. It's mm. Okay, I I do want to pause and go back to something that I mentioned though. Okay, so the sun that she makes for David is releasing gamma radiation. I'm pretty confident she says this. Okay. Gamma radiation, we're going to get in the weeds here a little bit, folks, so feel free to skip this scientific discussion, but gamma radiation is much higher (laughs) energy than visible light. Mm -hmm. There are already ways that we have in our universe to to step down high-intensity light to a lower-intensity light. Mm. She can create a fucking tesseract in space to make the library seem really small or really big. Just make, like, a bunch of photo dots around this gamma sun this gamma radiation sun that downgrades the light into visible and it's like fine problem solved what's next (laughs) read peter's catalog for like one second carolyn stop reading the war catalog we know how to do this and you have so much power over this situation here what you're forgetting though dan is that she's busy trying to stop the bad guys from doing the things okay i I mean okay sure the only reason the bad guys one of the bad guys can do stuff is because it's totally dark Uh sure yeah yeah, yeah. whatever Mm -hmm. and fixing that would probably solve a lot of issues i hear you Mm -hmm. but we're focused on them right now which is why she can she has the time to go get two bottles of everclear and cigarettes yeah oh you're right luke yeah it's really weird that she's like super in love with steve and Steve's like one thing that he wants her to do. She's like, ah, no. Shut up, Steve. <laughs> Why can't you understand? <laughs> I, I'm curious. What? So Steve's wish for a while was to make the sun yellow, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like first off, Carolyn kind of oversold this wish idea to him where she was like literally anything you can think of. I will figure out a way to do it. And Steve's like, oh, easy. Fix the sun. Make the sun yeah. go from black to yellow. And Carolyn's like, 
oh, I can't, I can't do that. I can't do that. I can make all pigs have wings. Would you like that? How about, would you like to be Superman? I could do that. And Steve's like, no, just make the sun go from black to yellow. It would be cool. And she's like, I can't. Just going, going back to the old sun would be great. So first off, she oversold her her wish granting ability extremely, like way too far, when she pitched it to Steve. Secondly, do you think he wasted his wish on uh, on making sure Petey comes back? Yeah. I mean, okay. So he he knows that he's like doing the martyr thing at this point. Though. Yeah, let's say he's committed to being a martyr. And let's say, for the sake of argument, one of the things that Carolyn cannot do is fix the issue with the sun. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, yeah, probably. Because <laughs> I run some like a bunch of ideas by her, like, okay, provide another source of food that's not fungus. <laughs> right. Uh, and she's like, oh, done. I can make bread fall from the sky. Cool. Okay, all right. Let's workshop a little bit. Let's see if I can get a little more out of this wish. Uh, can we can we modify people to make them like mole people to where they're totally fine with living <laughs> underground? And they love it, actually. And people are way happier. Can we do that? Okay, we can do that. Nice. Nice. Um, let's let's mole people. Sw- sw- switch that up a little bit. Let's see if we can improve that. And then just like iterate. You iterate. You find the best possible thing and you're like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Done. Have she she wants to bond right carolyn wants to bond mm-hmm. let's we'll have a little brainstorm sesh right get a white get some Everclear. we love that stuff everybody does and brainstorm yeah i mm, he needed a better wish here he, i get that his like thing revolved around pd and i respect it i respect the wish but missed opportunities he had so much time to plan mm-hmm. and instead of planning how he was going to kill himself in every little intricate way First off, how did he get Drano? How do, where did this come from? Okay, but we, we don't need to go into this. Point being, plan some better wishes, please, Steve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, please, Steve. Come on. Um, okay, my, my last thing with Steve. Mm-hmm. And actually my last note overall. So she, her, Steve is the new son. Mm-hmm. Because... She made him feel really proud of himself for saving the world and then stopped time right then mm-hmm. for him. And so he's super happy and voila. I, I can get how this works with David and the pain thing because like he's in pain. Yeah. And there's like a thing mm-hmm. going on there. Mm-hmm. I'm curious how it works with like the joy part of it. Because like is steve like sentient throughout this you're saying time stops and he's like (laughs) and he's like all right i mean it's pretty cool that i saved the world but it's like been two hundred thousand (laughs) years i've been saving the world for for two hundred thousand years it's getting a little old i'd love to i'd love to pee i really have to pee (laughs) can we pause this so i can pee and then we can go back to saving the world Okay. I I think there is there are two answers to this and they both can be what's going on. Because Steve 
by it's kind of like circular logic, right? Steve by being in this perpetual state of joy is saving the world because he is the sun, which provides him with a perpetual. It's like a self-fulfilling cycle. So I feel like he could be aware of what's going on and be like, nice. I really am doing it. I really am saving the world. Look at me, everybody. I did it. So I feel like that, that is a possibility, but yeah, the other possibility is that he's just not, he's just like frozen in time. And it's literally just an emotion of joy that's frozen and he doesn't really experience time he's just like feeling you know i guess that's good i guess like if if i'm steve like that's a good outcome for me but it's also just so abstract that i don't even really understand it right yeah i feel like that's that's a fair amount of this ending is like what's even happening guys (laughs) are there why are there cobwebs in the library are there spiders in here why do you have spiders in here (laughs) yeah they love it they love it in there i guess they do i guess they do um okay should we should we do should we do reviews luke before we wrap this up yeah i think so okay uh i think you should go first okay i I honestly don't really know what to say (laughs) tell me more um i did like it like i did really like it um especially the like novelty of it it's very interesting. There's like, it can be funny at times. Um, and I, I think the thing that I like most is just like the uniqueness of it. Where, for one thing, we typically don't read a lot of like fantasy set in the modern day, mm-hmm. which this kind of is. Yeah. Um, and just like a lot of it is pure chaos that I really appreciated and had fun with. Yeah, totally. Um, and I don't think that this is a criticism of the book, but I think just like father being so terrible was brutal. Mm -hmm. Um, and the, like, there's a lot of just, uh, I think from father and what we've talked about today, there's a lot of just like negative negativity or like pessimism almost. Mm -hmm. Um, which is again, not a criticism of the book, but, um, I don't know. This is this is the one where I just I don't even really know how to review it because mm. it was so weird. But I really I did really enjoy reading it. And I'm glad we did. Yeah, I I think I largely agree with a lot of what you said. Uh, the novelty was cool, especially I was expecting the book to end when she killed David. Like I thought that was going to be the end, yeah. and so it was cool to be like, actually, the world isn't saved. Like, let's talk about what happens after you kill the the big bad villain, and like, how does yeah. that shake out? Um, and so I appreciated this last third of the book that was very like, how do we solve all these problems that we created? Um, I, I think my issue with father, I think is a criticism of the book. And I, I, Hmm. like it kind of took me out of it because it felt to me like Scott, like the author was trying to emotionally rehabilitate father for what he had done. Like it felt like that was the, point of the last couple chapters and maybe i'm being obtuse and it was obvious that it was like an attempt to do that but it didn't actually like it wasn't meant to be legitimate but it felt like scott was trying to legitimately emotionally rehabilitate father with Mm -hmm. that last those last scenes and make it seem like he was doing things for kind of a good reason not a great reason but like he wasn't as terrible as we thought and i just don't i don't think so like, I don't think we should be rehabilitating father. I don't think that that is like, a, 
I don't think it was a good rehabilitation. I don't think it was satisfying the, right. to hear his explanation for why he was doing the stuff he was doing. Um, yeah, I don't know. Because it was too much for me. It was too much. And it felt weird how we were trying to recharacterize Father. And so mm-hmm. that to me felt like an, a writing decision that I didn't agree with. Um, so that I think I would criticize this book for is the ending. I just didn't really, I didn't like it. Um, aside from the ending, I did very much enjoy this book. I think I enjoyed this book uh, from an earlier stage than you did, because like even from the outset, I was very into it. And I think you mentioned like it took you a little while to get into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like from yeah. like the first chapter, I was like pretty invested, but even then, this ending is like kind of it kind of spoils a large part of the of the book for me. So I'm not super. I wasn't super into it. Okay, sure. I think that's fair. Uh, can I really quick a little called shot? Oh yeah. Uh, which was probably again not one that's super like amazing, but uh, called shot about father actually wanting Caroline to be able to do all yeah. of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Dan, you know what? Uh, really would have been a great addition to this book hmm a bunch of swords oh shit yeah i i feel like everybody had swords or maybe there was like one really cool powerful sword that everybody's trying to get that's right that could have so totally turned this book around i'm i'm really i'm really craving powerful swords mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so for this summer we're gonna have a themed summer okay again. all right it's going to be the Summer of Swords. Ooh, Summer of Swords. I love it, Luke. Yes. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So uh, for the books that we're going to be reading over the summer, we're going to be trying to focus on books that have a very famous sword in them. Give us a big, powerful sword. Preferably <laughs> magic. Give us a big, powerful magic sword, please. That's right. So, so Dan, tell us what we're going to be reading next week. Uh, next week, we're going to be starting with The Sword of Shannara by Terry Brooks. I feel like we're going to do the first third of this because I feel like it's kind of long. Okay. So I haven't actually looked. Let's play it on the first third for next week. Sword of Shannara. First third. And let's get started with this Summer of Swords, Luke. That's right. We've got another few books that we think are going to be good for this. But if you have some recommendations for big swords, uh, put it in the Discord. If you're a if you're a patron, or put it on the on the subreddit, um, and and we'll and we'll check it out. And let's let's get some slicing going on, Luke. Let's get some dicing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I guarantee this summer we're going to have plenty of hot takes. And be dumb nerds. 